0: Are we going to get started? Let's get started. Let us have. Let us.
1: You know, I don't (laughs) have to do this podcast with you.
0: Uh, Not necessary. Spitballing these ideas for you know what we want to say in the
1: opening, and I really hope that one sticks. Just you for your comfort. Anyway, (laughs) you know it's funny. I was actually thinking. I almost thought of Let's Get It Started in Here, like the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Then I remembered what the lyric of that song originally was. And I was like, you know what? Never mind. What is it? So let's get rid <gasps> <laughs> It was 2002 <laughs> or whatever. I don't know what it was. But anyway. Uh- anyway. <laughs> Welcome to I'd Kill a Spider for you. <laughs> My name is Catherine. <laughs> and I'm Carmen. And uh, this is our bi-weekly podcast where we talk about anything we Goddamn one. And today is a two part, um uh, sorry, a second part of our two part episode on fandom and fan culture. I should say our podcast is a very diverse one in every way, shape and form. And so mm-hmm. if you're thinking, hey, they're talking about fandom, I liked their previous episode about fandom. That was, that was an interesting dive into fandom history. Buckle up because this one is going to be about racism, sexism, homophobia, <laughs> transphobia. We're going to get all the phobias in together. Ableism. I feel bad uh. for ableism sometimes because it doesn't have an obia on the end. Yeah, it's like race. Well, actually, racism. Well, then it- where you go? They the isn't and the and the phobias. Yeah, all together. Phobias all together mixing around with have star wars and the lord of the rings and fandom and uh and everything else but we also
0: have a lot of fandom related episodes we have a harry potter episode sure we do we have a marvel episode Absolutely. we have a disney episode yes, we do. uh lord of the rings episode
1: yes we do Talking the winter soldier wandavision yes so if you want a more lighthearted one check any of those out but actually never mind we do talk about racism and sexism in all of those as well. all of them in all of our episodes it's what we do we are nerdy
0: women of color who like to politicize everything as we should
1: it's called being intersectional yeah in a previous episode i did an awful lot of talking because i am the fandom expert but you guys gotta get ready because carmen is gonna get mad and she will be ranting so like buckle up buckle in strap in Let's talk about racism. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> fandom, racism, homophobia, oh. and all of its beautiful forms.
0: So we should start by saying that the reason we decided to do it in two parts. One is because you ha- if you're going to talk about fandom, you have to acknowledge the toxicity that comes with being a fan of things or what certain groups of people make or turn some of these franchises in or turn them into, essentially. So anyway we are going to get into it i think it's best to get started i think on this topic and Catherine, you could correct me but gatekeeping oh gatekeeping that's like first and foremost the the number one issue about
1: gatekeeping so basically with fandoms people who are in the fandom are so protective of fandoms because they weave fandoms into their identity And then they become aggressive about anyone who tries to, quote unquote, take it away. Now, Mm -hmm. nobody's taking anything away from anybody. (laughs) If a girl comes into a fandom that is mostly men and she's like, oh, I love Star Wars or whatever, men get threatened because they have weaved their identity into Star Wars. As an example, we mentioned in our previous episode that Star Trek, when it originally started, was mostly watched by women. And actually, a lot of the original fan zines and fan-created like um, content was by women, passed around to other women. Mm -hmm. And then men were like, I love Star Trek. Let's all get into Star Trek. And then took over the fandom and then said women weren't allowed in. Yeah. Literally... Isn't that just history? Oh, it's that's all of history, actually. By the way, Um, (laughs) Um, and will become and also because like the identity of being like a nerd, quote unquote, is something that men. That's not fandom, but it is something men will gatekeep very often because they associate it with like, I was bullied as a kid for liking comic books. And now all these girls like Captain America, and blah, blah, blah. but they're not real fans. I'm a real fan. They're fake fans. Never mind that there have always been women in these fandoms. And also like you
0: could not be bullied and still be a fan.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I'm so sorry not a prerequisite for being a nerd or a fan or a person <laughs> it's very very strange and it's like people it gets to the point where like fans will gatekeep creators who are female even mm-hmm. because they don't know that the person that's the person who wrote it like I think what is her name Gail Simone who wrote Deadpool had someone mm-hmm. ask her like do you even know who Deadpool is Like, there's so many things and so many examples of women who work in, like... Roxanne um,
0: Gay not being invited to the Black Panther premiere.
1: Honestly. Honestly. (laughs) But, like, I mean, that's a big one. But, like, the idea of, like, just, like, minor things where people will come up to someone who, like, wrote for the show or voices a character Mm -hmm. or is part of the the world and what that they're obsessed with. And they'll be like, they probably haven't even seen it. There was Mm -hmm. literally a picture of Natalie Portman with a shirt that said Stop Wars, but it was in the font of Star Wars. And there were a bunch of people being like, I bet she hasn't even seen Star Wars. She's in in Star Wars, Wars, you dumb dummies. And so there's a lot of weird sexist, not weird, typical sexist gatekeeping (laughs) for fandoms and like, quote unquote, nerdy things.
0: But there's also this whole thing of people quantifying your or validating or invalidating your love of something based on your like extreme knowledge or lack of knowledge or oh. when you started or literally anything can get you like an eye roll or like anything a look down you on or like patronizing conversation Um, when it comes to like fandom shit. Like and literally anything you could sit there and you could be like, oh, you know, I haven't read the Star Wars novels and they'll be like, well, then you don't know anything. It could literally honestly be anything
1: if it's just mm-hmm. like
0: you're oh you're a millennial well you don't know like the real
1: comics like it's like you as if you them? couldn't go get them like, like as i if just don't if <laughs> they're not available
0: and also like in the age of the internet even if you don't read them read them individually you could just read plot synopsis
1: <laughs> like online. people like will... you could get caught up you can get caught up in so many ways number one and number two comics especially are a version of media that like have so many iterations that like fans who have been fans of it since it came out haven't read all of the comics
0: no so it's like
1: what are you talking about and also the idea that you have to be I feel like especially whatever the original media it came from was that's the one you have to like so if you like Batman and Superman, but you've only seen the movies or you've only seen the cartoons, then people will be like, well, you're not a real fan because you didn't read the comics, right? It's just ridiculous. But it's it's like, I'm a fan of this show. Like, it's very, very strange. So if you like, again, like Star Trek or something, but you're like, oh, I actually like the new movies better or whatever, whatever it is you happen to like, people will be like, well, you're not a fan then because you don't know anything about the series. And I'm like, people are fans of specific things, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, completism. Where it's like, if you haven't watched and read every single thing, I'm sorry, you didn't read issue 179 uh, from 1962, (laughs) where Batman punches Superman in the face and then a bunch of worm creatures come out. (laughs) Are you even a real fan? Yeah. I also think it's weird
0: because, especially as women, yeah, one of the things, well, in general, I think it happens, but with young folks as well, but like definitely with women, when they like come out as like being fans of something, there will always be that white guy standing somewhere in the background who's like, oh, really? You like that? So tell me, what did you think of it? And it's just like the most... For me, it's like both annoying and can sometimes, I'm sure, be intimidating. Where it's just like somebody's like trying to quiz you on your knowledge to see if you're. Oh, what about this? Oh, what
1: about that? Are you sure you actually like it? And it's like if I liked one tiny, have I ever seen? like the hello kitty show like maybe a little bit as a child but if i like i say oh i like hello kitty no one's just like you're a fake fan (laughs) but but (laughs) but with these spaces where it's like all these men who like to gatekeep or if a girl is like oh i like to play video games or like how could you how could you possibly as if they're saying your tiny feminine hands couldn't possibly control (laughs) a controller how could your feminine eyes see the screen and understand what's happening you couldn't possibly be a fan and then obviously there's the race the racist um element of it where if fans are people of color they're also second guests and people are like Mm -hmm. you're not a real fan or how can you even like it if there aren't any like people of color in it or so many other weird specific things but it's as if they think that if you aren't a white man you cannot read
0: yeah and that might be it actually yeah I think it is I think that's what it is because I don't you don't have cognitive abilities but then like they behave like such dicks over something where I'm like you were bullied you should know
1: better no and everyone who was bullied who was really bullied uh wants to be a bully actually people who were only mildly bullied also want to be bullies
0: (laughs) like I just don't get I'm like you didn't build any sort of like empathy (laughs) nothing now you're just like now you can't if I if I got treated like shit no one can have this but me especially
1: because so many like like what story that everyone loves has the moral be mean to people Really? Honestly. None of them. Absolutely not. Star Wars, no. Star Trek, no. Like, Lord of the Rings, no. Harry Potter, no. Any sort of comic book, anything, no. The moral is never be mean to people, be unkind. It's always, like, hopeful. Literally yeah. all of these fandoms are, quote, are, um, are hopeful in their messages, and yet the people reading them and, and engaging with them are, like, toxic trash.
0: Yeah. So, Catherine, you had asked me to list my top three worst fandoms yeah should i do that now oh please do so number three it's gonna be a hot take okay okay so it is a tie between sports fans in general <gasps> Ooh. spicy and james and james bond fans oh who i delicious think
1: what a delicious are take. the
0: same they are the same i think they are the same
1: hmm. that is an interesting take it's straight men it is straight First men. Off. I just think that they might be different straight men.
0: Sure. But like with bravado and with this idea that like, here's the thing. With James Bond fans, it's almost like they think they could do it.
1: Oh, oh, that is an absolute. Thank you. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, with sports,
0: yeah, and with sports fans, they also think they can do it. Yeah. I'm like, why are you chirping? Wow. At your own team. <gasps> you can't hit a
1: ball. Like. This is you know? a delicious, spicy take. I'm very into that. That's, that is that I is true. I cannot stand these men. Damn. I go
0: to baseball games and like the amount of times I've had people go like, but do you actually like baseball? And I'm like, yeah, I actually like the game. I actually like watching baseball. I think it's really, yeah, you really fun. And you I get wanna, really
1: into it. If you want to meet a girl who's going to act like a girl, like a quote stereotype of a girl at a baseball game, it's me. <laughs> I'll be there with sunglasses on looking at my phone. And I did do that yeah. when Carmen dragged me to a baseball game. <laughs> but was great. there are plenty of great. women who love baseball.
0: Yeah. And so there's that. And then also with James Bond, there's also that whole thing of like men. I don't think like, I don't know if men are like, oh, you like James Bond because like the guy, like what's his name? The guy is hot. I don't. Um, and I oh also don't God, like James I Bond because like, yeah, so there's that. Um, and there's also the fact that like James Bond is a little bit more I think can be a little bit more racist depending on the sport to be honest. Can be a little bit more racist just because you know the the like unbelievable like sh- shitting their pants moment when it was brought up that like Idris Elba could play James, James Bond, Bond yeah. and people lost their collective shits. So for me I was like it's the only way I'll be watching a James Bond movie is <laughs> if it's And for everyone else it was like it was and for all the men all the white men it was like how could you and you're like the man is british
1: the man is fictional see? the man <laughs> relax is fictional <laughs> i can't say it enough when people are like how could you change the race of the character changes everything about them i'm like that's and i does mean it? like it does but also isn't that interesting to see a different take on a character who's made the depth. fuck up like like it, he's made up Okay, so with certain characters, they don't mind if it's cool enough and also if that character has like has enough like white guy points, like Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson has all the white guy points in the world. I don't think anyone <laughs> was mad when he was cast as Nick Fury, especially because in the comic, isn't Nick Fury black? No, in the comic, Nick Fury was white for the whole run of the comics and then in the Ultimate Universe, of uh, the the Marvel Ultimate Universe, he it looks like Samuel L. Jackson, and that's the, oh, that's, that's really it. Funny. There's actually a, like a like a comic book panel where like Spider Man from the regular Marvel Universe comes into the Ultimate Universe, and he's like meets Nick Fury, and he's like, "You're Nick Fury, because he because <laughs> he's used to a white guy <laughs> with an eye patch." That's really funny. Yeah.
0: yeah so I think that's my number three. It's that tie. My number two is Family Guy.
1: What Carmen? These are outrageous takes i i hadn't even considered these things this is changing my list entirely wow <laughs> family
0: God. family guy fans are all men okay i have never met like i know women who like family guy but they're not like 11 year olds big fan yeah but they're not like <laughs> fandom fans of yeah, like of family course. guy but the men who like family guy also think that cancel culture is yeah. ruining their lives And also don't understand accountability and think it's funny for people to make racist jokes. And let me tell you, if these family guy people are also racialized, these men would also laugh at jokes white people would make about them and be like, it's just a joke. Yeah. I don't get offended. I don't get offended by a poo. I'm brown. That's family guy fans. Well, No, I know that. But I mean, like, that's an example of like, and I can't even think of anybody.
1: Wow. Terrible. These oh, are ter- and whenever wow, somebody's Carmen, like these takes.
0: <laughs> when people are like, you know, like Family Guy, and I'm like, I like shows that are like stupid, but like in a quirky way. I don't mm. like shows that are just like so stupid that like my brain hurts, okay. and like needlessly offensive. I still think- and like just like <laughs> just like the most. I just like I try and watch it. I'm like, this is so stupid. Like this is stupid on a on a level where like some people are like. <laughs> it's just so clever and i'm like it's it's not this is just I, like yeah. child humor i do agree with you fine. but i maintain
1: that peter fighting the chicken is the funniest <laughs> <laughs> when he fights a giant chicken for like five minutes 10 minutes it's pretty great it's one of those jokes that like is not funny and then it's funny and then it's hilarious and then it's not funny and then it's so fucking funny that's a like, that is a gold star that is the best thing that's ever come out <laughs> of family guy is the chicken fight in my opinion
0: Ah.
1: <sighs> Anyway. a lot of songs in that show a lot of musical numbers yeah there's a surprising really no amount there's really no need. it's no thank you uh, yeah
0: and then my last my last
1: pick for you how could it be anything but... but Star Wars? yeah i i like how i knew i started saying that before you even said it yeah how could it
0: be anything wars. but <laughs> it's fucking star wars wow. i love star wars i do um but i've recently i recently did a thing where everybody was watching the mandalorian the second season but yes. I had found out that Ahsoka was going to be in *The Mandalorian and I had watched maybe a season and a half of Clone Wars, uh, which is the most boring show to ever exist on the planet of all planets. So boring. So awful. So boring. Seven seasons for what? You should have kept it to the last four and left it at that. But anywho, that's not the point. And I just remember being like, well, I'm the type of person where I like Easter eggs. I like knowing certain things. Like, I think it's really cool. And so when I heard that there were they were probably bringing characters in from Clone Wars into The Mandalorian, I just really really wanted to get all the magic. So my ass watched seven painfully painfully watched seven seasons of Clone Wars and then four seasons of Star Wars Rebels and then and then i watched the mandalorian so i watched mandalorian like two or three
1: months after everybody else. I, I was i was and here for this and i was like carmen don't why are you doing that why are you doing
0: that? what am i doing why am i doing this to myself so i did it and like yes fair i watched the mandalorian and i got a lot of the easter eggs not all of them because they also like day filoni is now who because no, day filoni is now also alluding to the novels and i like i honestly i draw the line carmen the you novels. pick up a book i'm burning it no yeah, no, I draw I draw the line at the, I'm not doing that. I'm not going through the Star Wars comics or the novels. I am just sticking to the
1: shows. Visual medium and only. And
0: so I watched them. And then I thought to myself, cause I was like, I had a moment because I had gone through so much strife to watch this nonsense. I then had a moment where I had a few people tell me, oh, I've never really watched Star Wars, but I watched the Mandalorian. And they were like, it was really good. And in my head, I really wanted, what I wanted to say out loud was, but how you didn't get any of the references. Oh, Carmen. Because I was like, what the fuck? You didn't get any of the references. So how is it magical to you? The gatekeeping fanboy was in you all along. Yeah. And I was like, wait, that's fucking stupid. They don't know what they're missing. So why does it fucking matter? And then I was like, this is why all these piece of shit men in the Star Wars universe are just like so so gung-ho hardcore about keeping things exactly how they want it to the point where they're like attacking people off of social media and it's oh. always people of color oh they will it's dox always people. people of color always yeah. and i can't i can't stand the racism and sexism that exists in a franchise how is race
1: where- so powerful why does she have powers <laughs> i don't understand that's my rose. impression rose yeah Oh Rose, I mean, I don't even like Rose, but I was just like, you don't have to hate a character that much. Like,
0: you don't have to hate an actress. You don't have to become
1: oh, like that is after the, an actress. How dare they go after her? She is a lovely. Sorry, she's, she's, you can go after JJ Abrams. Go at literally go after JJ Abrams, or no, no, it wasn't. It was um Ryan Johnson and his terrible script. Uh, having oh, a yeah. character explain child slavery to a child soldier i'll never get over it
0: um <laughs> um yeah i just i feel like it is the level of racism and toxicity and gatekeeping that i see in star wars is so much so that i'm like no wonder nobody likes these fans
1: right they're, they're they might be the worst they might be the absolute worst huh so what are yours gosh you've really shaken me up i haven't <laughs> i'm like rethinking stuff okay okay honorable mention first just it just thought I just came to my mind. Uh-huh. Honorable mention goes to SNL. Who yeah. Who's, who still
0: watches who SNL Could we, <laughs> we have that conversation? I had this exact Catherine, I had this exact conversation with Goose today, because we we did a video call and he was like, he's like, why are people getting so angry about Elon Musk being on yeah. SNL? And I was and he was like, not that I care, just let them, he's like just let the man do his fucking jokes and then leave like I don't don't, I don't agree with that well he was like who gives a shit and he's like who watches SNL anymore (laughs) it's like he's like like not good it's not a good show it's not funny I watched uh SNL in the late 90s oh really yeah with like my family like Andrea and like Carmen they would watch it like Saturday nights and I would like be there sleeping over um and like it was kind of funny but it was I didn't think it was that funny. Honestly, I was a huge Mad TV fan. I was like a Superman huge was such a mad huge, TV you were you really were. I loved Mad TV. Did not like SNL. I didn't get it. I was like and now that I'm watching I'm like who watches cable TV? My who? first question. Oh. My second question is some like
1: w- like really who gives a shit about SNL? It's crazy. Okay, here's the thing. So, okay. SNL has been on for what 40 years? Something like that, yeah. At the moment, it seems to have one funny joke in episode, right? And it's usually mm-hmm. the pre-recorded ones, the ones that they like plan mm-hmm. and 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 tape. There's like there was one like uh, last year or whatever about checks that I genuinely think is really great. It was with Sandra O. Oh. Mm-hmm. Other than that, why would no. anyone watch it? It's not good. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. It's just not, it's, it's like one episode, one joke an episode or two jokes an episode work. So bad. And then they have the problem that, I mean, the problem they have is that they allow these terrible people on their show. They have Donald Donald Trump Trump. on the fucking show. Thanks for normalizing They allowed
0: Kanye West to have a whole ass fucking monologue about
1: America needing to be great again. They had Elon Musk, who is just a weird grifter who has convinced people he's Tony Stark He's just a weird grifter who buys <laughs> patents and like buy. He's not the founder of Tesla. He has bought that title and he doesn't allow the people who actually founded Tesla to use the title founder. He's just a weird grifter who's scary looking because I sp- cannot remember his face. That's why he's he's like the <laughs> silence to me, like from Doctor Who. Like he, yeah. I I see him and then and then I don't know what he looks like anymore. Like it's <laughs> terrifying um anyway any
0: the way of african anyway well, i mean
1: anywho. the South africa says enough, 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 enough. said <laughs> <laughs> um, all, all you need to say uh, yeah but okay so, so honorable mention number to three SNL. okay again you've really shaken my thing up so i have okay okay um i'm going to say because you said star wars well you know what because you said star wars is number one i'm just gonna put star wars at number three for all of the reasons that you mentioned fair Star Wars, get it out of the way. It's so racist. The way people reacted when John Boyega popped up in that trailer. Oh.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I can't even, I didn't even get into John Boyega. I didn't even, I didn't even get into the shit. The
1: way <laughs> they reacted like fucking <laughs> a bomb went. It was so. You can't have a black stormtrooper. What do you mean he's black? I was crazy. like,
0: I was like, they're not clone troopers. They're stormtroopers. They well, can no. be any color I, uh, you want.
1: It was so upsetting.
0: Also, clone troopers
1: were Watch brown. Whites. They were not like mo- white. They were Tamara Morrison being everybody. <laughs> Get out of my face! What are you talking about? <laughs> I yeah yeah no. <sighs> it was that's it was pretty galling. Um, <laughs> and anyway, the way yeah, the way they treated John Boyega and Kelly Marie Tran and Daisy Ridley is just disgusting. Wild and failed to see themselves in kylo ren <laughs> and it was just so upsetting Woo! and then just in general like the past star wars like they act like it's god's gift they act like it's really not they act like it's so i'm like there's it's just an arthurian legend Grito. in space it's, it's a, an arthurian legend in space the names in star wars may be the dumbest in any fandom <laughs> do i need to <laughs> mention elan slisvagano <laughs> um or sheave palpatine or what was that one um something scissor punch therm 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 scissor punch <laughs> i i can't get over ellen he has four hands so <laughs> um, the, the names are dumb eh, or normal it's like joe and like flamilan like it's so stupid
0: <laughs> <laughs> like i don't understand i'm sorry i'm gonna release
1: A (laughs) fan made Star Wars comic called Joe and Flamula. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That'll be amazing.
0: That's good. It's going (laughs) to be so good. (laughs) Oh, so good. It's so good. oh my god sorry they literally they literally are just (laughs) the worst people it's like they think it's like they think it's the bible and it's really it's really not they really do
1: (laughs) And you're just like sorry it's just, just a toy collection it's all it is I'm crying it's literally <laughs> just a toy collection that got out of hand
0: <laughs> yeah literally like that's all it is and I just I just don't get it And I know that it has like there's all these storylines and the problem is is that George Lucas allowed for these tentacles of like nonsense to happen <laughs> <You're still laughing. laughs> hold on we have to copyright this so that nobody takes our idea
1: copyright <laughs> um May thirteenth, twenty twenty one. At nine thirty eight PM. I started laughing <laughs> again because you said tentacles of nonsense and I was like, that's what probably what Flam has. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh that's so good. good. So good. <laughs>
0: no but seriously like star wars had this thing where it was like they had the video game the like the knights of of the old republic and then they had books and then they had all this other stuff and then george lucas came in and was like guess what fuckers none of it's canon i got billions to make let's go and then he like yep so he scratched it all off and made a bunch of other movies then he left then dave filoni was like guess what bitch We're bringing it back. And so here we are. And I'm telling you, I actually know, I know why people don't want to get into Star Wars. Oh. It's too much content. Daunting. An insane amount of content. Like, I
1: think it feels more daunting than the Marvel universe. Oh, yeah. 22 films is nothing. Especially because, like, when you actually get to watching the Marvel movies, they go by fast, they go by easy, they go down easy. But, like, Star Wars, you're like, oh, who's fighting? Yeah. Like, like literally whenever, to so to, to rag lines. on the Clone Wars, again, um, whenever <laughs> the show opens and it's like, uh, in outer space, there's a, a, a trade federation blockade <laughs> mm-hmm. on the planet of, like, of Tatooine. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I can't, I really can't handle that guy. I can't, I don't even know what he's talking about. That guy about. is
0: back with Bad Batch, so oh, God. he's back wow. for Bad Batch. Just letting you know that that announcer is back. So <laughs> well, you
1: know he needs a paycheck, um, I guess.
0: But whatever, it's fine. So number, what's number two?
1: Oh no, that was number two because oh no, it wasn't.
0: No, 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 because it was honorable mention, honorable mention, and then it was Star Wars.
1: Okay, I'm gonna say just for spiciness' sake, South Park. Um, what the you fuck know what is up with yes. South Park? Who is still yes. w- again? Just like who's still watching south park and also for its fandom who's still in the fandom drawing fan art of these racist children who's who's doing it i don't know i hope no one in the fandom watching it i mean my sister but like i (laughs) i can't understand who's like dedicated to it you know what i mean because i know there probably are people who are still because people are still watching the show but it's like
0: so they don't have a regular. They don't have like a regular thing anymore. Now I think they only release like
1: one episode every. Every whenever. once in a while. I don't really know, actually, honestly. But like, it's one Which of those like shows. The, whitest,
0: the most white man thing you can do I mean, is to go to a TV station and be like, "We're going to do listen. One we're not going to have. We're not going to have content for, this for a whole season
1: show that takes a week to make. You know, they make it in a week, right? That's every ridiculous. week was well, like a, it's like a new show, and that's why they're able to talk about like topical things in that show is because they do it right five week, and it's just like they just think racism is so funny and the weirdest thing it's to me really is that not. what is this it's trey parker and matt stone and mm-hmm. the best thing they've ever done is the book of mormon but even then that's also racist and um i haven't it's about a bunch of mormons in like yeah somewhere in africa i can't remember oh um, no where are, where are they i have no idea I've, i know the songs but i can't remember where they are <laughs> um there's a whole song about aids anyway but the best thing that they did is that won a tony award and everything um and then they have this show where they just like think racism is so funny and matt stone's wife is black which is weird to me <sighs> well, you well know. i don't know
0: i don't know i bet he tells her on the regular that she teaches him a lot
1: probably or i i just i just can't understand them it's just like who let these white men have so much power like why are they so they're so influential to the like minds of ever- so many people, like, specifically millennials, specifically millennials ten years older than me, specifically millennials, my sister's ages, um, and they like <laughs> love it so much and they still think it's funny. And I don't, I don't really get it. But get again, it. who's who's in that fandom still drawing fan art of like ch- I don't, racist children? What's what's, what's the men. point? No, it's not white women. It's it's teenage girls. It's always always teenage girls, that I and I don't get it. <laughs> okay. so my final fandom is gonna be i'm gonna give them like as a tie because it's the same people in all of these fandoms Mm. so i'm going to say Uh voltron steven universe and like other sort of kids like adventure time other kid shows like that i literally have not watched any of those all of these shows are good but they are they have the weirdest toxic, most toxic fandoms possible. And I'm like, this is a show for children or teenagers. And I'm not saying that that makes it less complex, but I'm saying, why are you getting so angry about it why are you getting so intense about it mm-hmm. it is a show it's a sweet show for children there's there's things where like fans will get it into their head that they came up with a theory and then when the show does it, be angry or disappointed that that happens and i've seen that happen mm-hmm. a few times over like different um the different shows there's things mm-hmm. where the fans will be so like proprietary over characters so if the character does something wrong they'll be like i can't believe you that's blah, 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 my favorite character um people be- oh actually you know what i Ugh. might actually include a sprinkle of like my little pony in this because it's similar right. things but like for some reason adult fans of children's cartoons are the Lose craziest whole ass people minds. in the world and i'm telling you this as someone who is a fan who is on the edge of the fandom with her like opera glasses looking at all these fucking lunatics <laughs> being like what's going on with you because they take it so seriously they take it so personally they attack Mm -hmm. the creators they attack the voice Mm -hmm. actors and then they also become obsessive over minor characters who show up once yeah it's it just doesn't make sense it's pretty wild i would say that those fandoms may be the most toxic of any fandoms because for some reason adults taking kids shows too seriously it just leads to chaos
0: it's awful, actually, when I think about it And now.
1: sexualizing of, of children characters, which is, again, the, let's talk about My Little There's Pony for a second. So the <laughs> thing about My Little Pony that's so upsetting... That's favorite fandom. Oh, God. The thing about it that's so upsetting <laughs> isn't that men like a show for kids, or, like, a lot of men liked it. There's obviously women, whatever. But it's the fact that they ruined it. They were like, hey, how about we make this super sexual, we, like, fill this fandom full of furries... We draw sexual art of the ponies and have a bunch of weird pony body pillows. We make it so a child can't Google My Little Pony safely. Yeah. And let's fuck the body pillows. Like it's 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 pretty disgusting in my opinion. I think it's creepy. I think it's gross and I don't like it. And also I think the characters on My Little Pony are supposed to be like adults, quote unquote. They, they have jobs and shit. Right. But there are children characters or child pony characters on that show that also get sexualized disgusting pretty gross i'm like why are you a pedophile but specifically for a, an anthropomorphic animal <laughs> yeah it doesn't make any fucking sense like like, <sighs> like be a regular pedophile man like why are you after this even weirder have <laughs> bestiality and pedophilia for anthropomorphic Together, fake child very upsetting it's not great but i mean i think with that one of the things that
0: i noticed so some of these people have the audacity to like shit on people for being black and wanted wanting to be like, I don't know, whoever cosplay, professor X, you know, and like just wanting to cosplay or like people when they draw different characters in different races and people like lose their whole ass minds. And you're just like, excuse me. It's fine. Like, first of all, like Catherine said, they're not real. They are not real. Chillax. Nothing's going to happen. And A lot of these fandoms only react this way when it's a white person being, like, character being played by a racialized person. Because the second Scarlett Johansson plays an Asian character, I hear
1: nothing. Well, you you hear a lot, but from our side.
0: Yeah. (laughs) From us, definitely. Like, we were saying with the gatekeeping about, like, do you even know what that is? But, like, I'm like, so, like, there are wars happening. We're in a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you're just like, D- what are you wearing that shirt for? Do you even know who that is? Yeah. Oh,
1: relax. Oh, side note, honorable mention again, band fandoms. <laughs> they actually might be the worst. They actually never mind. Every single band, especially K-pop, might be the worst fandoms of all time. I've never encountered K-pop fans, oh. but I've heard that they can be a lot. They but can they be a lot. also troll Donald Trump. You know what? They have their purpose. I'm sorry, K-pop fans. I didn't mean to cast aspersions, <laughs> but... but relax. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I worked I at a, I worked at a place once where a K-pop person from BTS went there. And then people came that day being like, we saw a tweet. Is he here today? I was like, what the, you trekked over here? What's going on? I don't get it. I don't get it.
0: Or, you know, all those men who, for some reason, if you tell them just one small, even like the smallest little, you know, itty bitty bit of like critiques against, you know, the Beatles. Yeah. Oh, the, the fucking shit storm that you end up in. What do you mean? What do you mean? They've changed the music industry. What are you talking about? I'm like, yes, they did. You mean when they made industries realize that you could make a lot
1: of money off of teenage girls? And that's the thing about that's what they did. That's the thing about like history the history of fandoms and stuff is that it's always women first or teenage girls. Like teenage girls really yeah, really and- are there in <laughs> <at> the inception. <laughs> and then it's
0: like it's like oh it didn't What are you talking about? You know, and now it's all these like old ass boomers who yeah. are just like they're like oh, you have the no Beatles. Idea what you're talking about. And I'm like I'm like,
1: only one of were them you could one sing. Of
0: those? Yeah, and I'm like, sorry, and you were one of the sc- were you one of the screaming girls in the audience? <laughs> were you like running the and chasing a Sullivan show? Like, what's wrong
1: with you? Uh I want to clarify figured. that my statement that only one of them can sing, I'm not talking about John Lennon, I'm talking about no. George Harrison.
0: Yes, Thank exactly. You. I knew that. I I hope the rest of them knew that. Because
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a no. The others had tolerable voices, I suppose, but honestly not handsome enough to tempt me. No, not at all.
0: And the other thing that I'm thinking of, as somebody who loves a lot of bands, I I love a band, Mm -hmm. you know? I I love a white boy band, make it emo. Sure do. Eyeliner, I'm here for it. But my thing is, is that I have never understood people... Who are like oh I like them when they were small I'm like sorry you don't want the band to succeed you just want them to be in like yeah you want be in poverty like, <laughs> for like living in a in like a tiny van for the rest of their lives one of that's really not sustainable second of all like
1: that's that's actually really weird that you that you don't I want only them to like succeed. them if they're poor if they're poor and nobody knows about them then it's cool but if they're they've made money and like they're on the cover of Rolling Stone, then I don't like them.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's very although, Although I did have an incident with a band called Bombay Bicycle Club. Love them. They're great. My friend Zane and I, every time they come, we go. And uh, the last time they came, which was the last show I ever went to, I was there and it was such a sharp shift in audience because it used to just be like a lot of like women and like, it was just like an indie band. So it was just like, chill, a lot of women and like some their boyfriends or like just like a few guys here and there. And it was just like very chill, very calm. It was a bunch of like weird semi-hipster, but not really kids. And then I got there and I've never seen, so. I don't think I've seen that many bros since I've been to a baseball game. Wow! And it was the most horrific experience of my life. I still love the band. I was like, but since when did the bros when did they move in Uh. what what, When did they think that like this was music for them because i i was here thinking i'd be getting a nice chill show and instead i'm getting guys with their hats turned backwards with like 17 beers and their boat shoes like i don't need that in my life
1: (laughs) that's a very Um, evocative description
0: (laughs) um so it's just like not not a fun time and like that was the only time but i never sat there and said "Mm, they they made it too big it was more where did these assholes come from? But also, I'm glad you're making money.
1: Yeah. I feel like that sometimes... I mean, with bands, it's probably the same. But I feel like I've noticed some shifts online. Because when YouTubers, for example, have... Which is another terrible fandom, actually. Ugh. Ugh, YouTube fandoms? Wild. Can we... But yeah, like, with, we'll get into I, it. With YouTube fandoms, um, there's like... When people have sponsorships, people are like, get that money. Like It's the only place yeah. where I see people being like, get that money. There's this one YouTuber yeah. I follow and she had a mcdonald's sponsorship and i was like get the money girl get yeah the money get all of it all but, like that's the only it. space i think it's because youtubers are intentionally sort of, like their images we are self-made right yeah and we're not like they're not like they're already on the corporation you know what i mean they're right. part of youtube they're already on the corporation's website it's not like they joined a corporation so it's like yeah, a different no. mentality for whatever the makeup, artists, weird. the makeup artist, the yeah. makeup artist. First oh, off, yes. Oh, the dermatologists, yes. all the skincare people. Wild. Oh, okay. So what I wanted to say, there's this one. Do you know who Dan and Phil are? Why do they? Oh, did they do a hot ones challenge? I feel like they did. I don't know. I'm do not, I've never like I've never followed them that much, but they're these this these two youtubers who've like worked together for a very long time and then like recently one of them came out as gay i'm not sure if the other one is gay as well oh no i haven't but the thing about them is that people have shipped them forever and then just like fully like hyper examined their relationship all online and people were like in this the dan and phil fan what is it called fan the fan fandom i think that's right (laughs) um and just like obsessed with these youtubers and obsessed with their like relationships and like if they were dating and it's it was just like weird. And here's the thing. Oh, we didn't mention this in our previous uh, episode about fandom, but like I guess it's more appropriate in this episode anyway, but the the culture of real person fiction is weird. Woo. Listen, you can write about a real person if they've been dead for 2000 years. Like if you want to write about Alexander the Great boning his boyfriend, do it but like if you're gonna write about someone who is alive and breathing get some help like it's so <laughs> weird it's like people strange. who are living and like band fandoms also do. especially specifically k-pop band fandoms are oh. so obsessed with like i know i knew a girl who, shipping people who was like reading fan fiction and she was I was like, oh, what are you reading? And she's like, oh, I'm reading BTS fanfiction. And I was like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fully judge to their face. I'm like, I don't think that's cool because that person is alive and well and breathing. You shouldn't. Number one, I don't like people speculating about people's relationships and lives that much anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. I find the whole cult of celebrity gross. And I don't really like when people talk about celebrities and what they're doing all the time. Oh, like, I guess, it's like, awful. if they do something bad or something like, Catherine, these people really will investigate. These people but these will people investigate. Like, deep dive into people's personal lives. I'm it's like you're really just a, you're basically like a tabloid with a fiction section. <laughs> like, yeah, like so it, it is. Yeah, it's very, very weird. weird. And it's um, yeah, I don't like real person fanfiction, and I think it's invasive. And I, I mm-hmm. mean, that being said, if you guys want to write real person fanfiction about Carmen and I, please do. Please, I'm here do. for it. I, I yeah, I love, I love to see it. Um, but it's very, it's very, <laughs> very, very weird. Uh, I feel like if you have real the reason I say that is because if you have real person fan fiction, you know you've made it. Yeah. You know you've made it.
0: Yeah. But then the other thing I'm thinking like with fandoms, I think they can be exclusionary until people change them. So I'm even thinking like and it can change the trajectory of an entire situation. Like I stand by the fact that people talk about like, "Oh, Black Panther was for us. It was for us." And it and it was, right? Like it was this amazing like cast of like basically almost all Black people. And all of us collectively, I think as just racialized people in general, but also just like Black people in general, it was one of those things where it was like, oh my God, I can see myself. It's a superhero movie, but like it's us and it's Afrofuturism and it's amazing. But that was like one of the most, in my opinion, pivotal turning points when it came to media in general for the sole reason that the industry realized that they could make a fuck ton of money off of us yeah yeah that and like, was like i don't it think it was did crazy like, i'm gonna get my content great but <laughs> like let's not sit there and be like marvel did so such progressive a, so progress no they made money and then they were like oh shit this this works oh, man. and then mahershala ali got blade and then we have a black uh um you know captain america now
1: very and we're gonna get a mexican falcon oh and, and there's gonna be shang chi and the legend of the 10 rings yes. that's a long so, title they like- need to shorten that one
0: Yeah. So I'm like excited about it, but it's just one of those things where like, and it's funny because the only reason I think the the like Marvel bull are not angry about it is because all of this actually
1: took place in the comics. Oh, absolutely. If they didn't have the established, like there would be never be a new Black Panther. You know what I mean? They wouldn't create that character now. And create Wakanda now. It has to be established. Because, yeah, the industry, like, did Crazy Rich Asians come out the same year? Or was it the year after or something like that? It's the year after. Year after? Because that was another example of Hollywood being like, oh, we can make money off of Asian people? Well, well, now we're here for it. Very
0: crazy. That is what, like, that ended up being what it was, where they were like, well, Black Panther did really well. Let's try other people.
1: Yeah, right? They're like, hmm, where can we go? Carmen, (laughs) get ready. There's going to be an all Mexican movie not starring George Lopez coming out.
0: And it's going to be hopefully really good. I mean, they already made the Falcon Mexican. So like it's happening. I mean, it's not
1: officially, but I guess so.
0: Yeah. Pedro in Pascal, the, Mandalorian. In
1: the in the comics, isn't... Um... Oh,
0: wait, they are kind of doing that because it's under the Disney umbrella. But um, um, Cassian Andor is getting his own show. It's true. There's lots of Latinos
1: in space right now. It's time for it's so it's many Latinos us. in space time.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, it's good that the, and the thing is with these fandoms, it's like, oh, okay, well, they were established, so it's fine. Right. And nobody's saying anything about yeah. it because of that. But then I'm also just thinking, like, as much as they're not saying it about those things, they're making, they're saying things about John Boyega. Yes. Let's not forget the Jar Jar Binks debacle. I mean, and literally that entire franchise, all three, all three of those had problematic people. Um, yeah, it's crazy because so, it, it,
1: can you imagine if Sam Wilson had not been Captain America in the comics and they just tried it right now? No. no, no, no. Just, <laughs> just no, like, no. so if they didn't have comics he to back it up, people enraged. would have lost their goddamn minds. They
0: would have been, okay. been like, oh, this is, this is political this is correctness at it its worst.
1: Yeah. Like, and there orcs. probably are people who are saying that right now, but it's, yeah, it's very, it's, the racists really, they really don't stop. Um
0: that's why why i love that despite that there's like a lot of really cool groups doing amazing things because there's this uh blog that i've always followed that like also has i think they have an instagram um but they're called black nerd problems Mm, yeah and they do really cool articles on like the different things i think they might have been i could be wrong to be honest they did an article on like how obviously star wars star wars was written by men because even in, in the Star Wars universe, maternal health doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. And fucking
0: i fucking like, dies
1: with a, a robot over her, like a Padme yeah, dies. Like, what the fuck? There's um, I mean, not to get too nerdy. Well, I mean, we're already in the weeds, but there's apparently like <laughs> a theory that the reason why she dies and no one knows why is because her soul is connected to Anakin or something like that and so like that the idea that palpatine uses padme's life force to revive anakin because he's basically almost dead from his burns mm. and then he feels that she's alive and then she dies for because she's sad or whatever because yeah. literally what reason does she die in the in the movie they're like oh her, her, they they literally say for we reasons we don't understand uh she's dying
0: fucking ridiculous. Last of us
1: live bitch. I don't know. Um <laughs> like this is a robot um, saying it. It's very strange. Uh um, <laughs> Oh, you know so, want to Oh, go ahead.
0: I the only thing I was thinking like now I'm noticing with Instagram and and like Twitter and and TikTok is there's so many people who are coming out and they're doing like um especially MCU like um cosplay. Yeah. And the thing is they get a lot of shit from like a lot of white people who are like You know, she's not black, right? Um, You don't say. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, I like the character. Yeah. And, but then they also get a lot of like people who are racialized who are just like, this is amazing. And like, so they get, you know, a bit of both. Um, But I am enjoying that a lot, especially now because I think, especially with the MCU, it's like you had Spider Man for a really long time as Peter Parker, but then you had Miles Morales. And so now, they're getting less flack for dressing as Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> yeah, but then like, I like if you were to say, Oh, I'm not Miles Pe- Morales, I'm Peter No, I'm Parker. Peter Parker, then you get yeah. into a lot of shit. It's it's wild. and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's just I it's very upsetting. Okay, you know what I want to talk about? I just thought of something because the different fandom reactions in different spaces can be wild. So the Venom trailer came out, right? Mm-hmm. On YouTube and on like a lot of like like Red or whatever places like that, everyone's like dissecting the trailer. What's going mm-hmm. on? What's happening? Is that Carnage? Like how what does Carnage look like? Oh, are is Spider-Man gonna be in this movie? What's blah blah blah? Like dissecting the Venom trailer. Mm-hmm. On Tumblr, which many people think is dead, but I'm still there. Um, mm-hmm. me and like 50 <laughs> other people were still there. All Tumblr is saying about Venom is about the monster fucking. <laughs> All it is is like monster fucker posts. Should I explain what a monster fucker is? Go for it. Okay. So there's like a spectrum of people who have gone down the rabbit hole <laughs> who are into like I feel like there's there's a joke that there's like a spectrum of people who are into like non-human things and on one end is furries and on the other end is monster fuckers and in the middle they meet and shake hands at werewolves. And so the idea for, like, monster fuckers is, like, <laughs> it's like alien or the, the the fish from the shape of water or venom or something that's, like, truly, like, monstrous and not, like, any sort of anthropomorphic animal. Because, like, furries mm-hmm. like anthrop- anthropomorphic animals. Like, they want to fuck, like, a person with dog ears and, like, a dog tail. Mm-hmm. And I think that's weird. But I don't think that the monster fuckers are weird for some reason. I'm like, that's wholesome. No. That's fine. I understand. <laughs> um, and so... I was so disappointed when I didn't see the fish man's dick in the shape of water. So, you know, but the the, the monster fuckers are, are basically just like taken over a venom Tumblr and everything is just about the relationship between Eddie and venom. And that's all the posts. Nobody's dissecting the trailer. Nobody is interested in what carnage who carnage is what's going on. They're just like, huh, look, venom made Eddie breakfast. Isn't this wonderful? And I think that's a good example of like the space that you're in. Fully determines right. your experience.
0: A hundred percent. I mean, like Catherine and I have lots of different types of nerdy friends, and I feel like none of them are are like asshole-ish about it. Because, yeah. like, I even think about when we did our our Star Wars episode, and we had Andrew on. He loves Star Wars, but he's not like a Star Wars fanboy because mm-hmm. he's also just like, the Jedi suck. These movies are terrible, but also. I like Ahsoka,
1: <laughs> right? Like, it's just like very. He just whatever. doesn't want to admit that he likes the idea of like superpowers. That's it. That's all. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: it is what it is.
0: But, you know, I do think that there's a difference between like something like that, where somebody's a fan and has actually watched all the content and read some of the books and played the Knights of the Old Republic, but can still be like, I like The Mandalorian. It's a good show. It's fine. And that's it, you know? Whereas there were people who literally, when I found out, that in the mandalorian when ahsoka came up people lost their minds because her like horn her ear
1: things are not as big they're not as big as they're, they're not supposed as to be. big i'm like this is live action I was like, <laughs> do you want her flopping around what the fuck i'm like but i think it's live action like every character have you seen padme's ass in that show it's huge <laughs> yeah natalie portman that's doesn't have the, that that's a so real i, no, I don't, don't realize if her ass is not a problem then what what's the problem with uh just
0: I honestly was just like my my thought was that they were gonna shit on Rosario Dawson for being black like that was my thought but then I was like, well, Ahsoka Tano is just kind of like, whatever. She's an alien. So she's like orange, whatever. So it doesn't a matter. A lot of so
1: aliens they- are Black secretly. Like everyone Zoe Saldana has played ah, Ahsoka Tano. There's lots of Black women playing aliens. Um, There's like you.
0: a lot of, because you know how there's like queer coding? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Is there, there, there's also, I feel like in Star Wars, like Black
1: coding? Yeah. There's Black coding and everything. Because there's
0: that Jedi Who's like a squid monster? Oh,
1: um But he has dread uh, Mr. Fisting. What is it? Kid, Kid
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that one, Fisto. He has a Garibian accent.
1: Yeah, he's black. He, he those are dreadlocks, but they're squidlocks.
0: Yeah, and he's a fish from the ocean. So
1: yeah. yeah, no, that's the full thing. There's there's lots of black coding in characters. Like you can like like people will say like with Star Trek that Klingons are like supposed to be Russia or whatever, but I'm like, they're black people, we all know. Come on. Yeah, it's like, it's like how they say they try to say the Ferengis on Star Trek who are the one with the big ears are just a, a, a caricature of capitalism and I'm like, oh, so they're all played by Jewish people because what? <laughs> you know? They're literally space like, Jews. That's yeah. the term. That's... But it's not a term I made up by the way. That's the term for it when they have like Jewish people, but they're not Jewish people. Like the dwarves. dwarves. The
0: dwarves in the Lord <laughs> of the Rings. In the Lord of the Rings. So, um... I think before we close off this episode, I would like to air a grievance Mm. about Bad
1: Batch. Okay. Well, here we are again. Star Wars
0: show. Because with the fandom, one of the things, so I've I've now gotten to the point in my Star Wars knowledge that I have to go on the Reddit because none of my friends know what the fuck I'm talking about when it comes to like all the references that they're making, because now I fucking been the dumbass that watched the show, and now I don't have no one to <laughs> talk to
1: about it. You're like, um, uh, you know, in episode guys- twenty two of season five, when um, like, yeah, no. so
0: now I'm having to get on the Reddit, and I thought that more people would make this comment, but Catherine, there is a character named Kanan, okay. who's also known as Caleb, who was a Jedi Padawan, who when Order sixty six happened, his like Jedi Master. But, right yeah Well like a bit in my head kanan like when i saw the animation from star wars rebels and my ass was like you know who could play him jesse williams mm-hmm. like jesse williams could play him he's got the light eyes because he has like blue eyes and he's like not like white white but he's also like not like clearly racialized like ezra is also in star wars rebels and he like looks mexican you know he's definitely brown he's definitely not white but like I was like this is like some light skin dude so you know here I was and then Bad Batch came out and they had a clip of him as a young padawan within 10 seconds of the show starting and I was like that is not the same race of person because in <laughs> my head Jesse Williams was in Rebels and then I was looking at Aaron Carter let me see okay you, you sent Batch. me the picture yes I sent you the pictures <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know what's funny? I had, because you said this in our chat, you were like, don't look at it, okay? So I had to send something to Carmen in the chat, but I like avoided my I averted my eyes. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to focus on it. Wow. That's right. They're a different race of people. Different. Right. They don't even they have different shaped noses. The, right? That's those, those, those a different. That mind, is a redheaded right? white child versus like an adult, like black brown man. <laughs> That's what I mean. He looks. He looks to me. He doesn't look like um, Jesse Williams. To me, he looks like he's Riz Ahmed and um, Ooh, yes, Ron Weasley. Like I, it's like, like that's that's so the different. difference.
0: But like again, the Star Wars fandom yeah. lost its lost its mind when John Boyega had like a ten seconds of and he was established as white previously.
1: Yeah, but this character is established as dark skinned, and then he is light skinned white little boy,
0: and no one says shit. So you know what, Star Wars fandom people? You're just racist.
1: They're transparent is what they are.
0: Y'all are just the most racist assholes.
1: So Okay, so that's that's your grievance. Can I air (sighs) a grievance? Yes, go for it. Why is it that with fandom, I mean, I know why, but you can write the most clear character who is a caricature of a delusional, entitled white man. I'm talking about fight clip here you can or things like fight club where it's clearly a mockery of this sort of hyper masculine character Mm -hmm. and men will be like yeah he's so fucking cool like they will not the joker they will the joker they will not understand that Mm -hmm. it's being critiqued they will think of it purely as if it's awesome and that bothers me and that is a specific example but in general the lack of like literacy comprehension <laughs> that is displayed in fandom and fan circles. Ooh. Some people are just, it's like they, they're deliberately misreading, but I know they're mm-hmm. not, or they just like lack critical thinking skills. And this is not the first time on our podcast, we have bemoaned the lack of critical thinking skills in the general public. And it won't be the last, honestly, but no. um, it's, that's my Astounding. grievance. It's crazy. I'm like, use your, rub those brain cells together for like a second. Listen, I know that this, this is a, a fictional story, but just, just rub them together for mm-hmm. just a half a second and think about what you're seeing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and this yeah. goes not just. By the way, I want to say this not doesn't go just for adult men or men in general. It goes for teenage girls. I'm like, girl, that man is an abusive character. Who is violent and terrible? And you're mm. like, gotta smash. Like, I understand teenage girls are horny. I get it, but they and you could and smash someone else and grown grown women. But like the the adherence to the bad boy trope can't can't have it. Not in my house. Not in my house. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, because I'm trying to. Oh God. Yeah, I was like, who would that be?
0: And I was like, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Clear Gross. example. Actually, I watched Kylo Ren and truly like
1: that. That blows my mind. He's he's pretty crazy. I watched a video about this other. Couple, not couple. It's like um uh, oh God, what is it called? I can't remember. But it's like this comic about an abuser who's a serial killer, who like physically tortures this other male character, and then people are like, it's a romance. No, it's very strange.
0: No, 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 no. What's well, like that show, The Fall? Have you seen it? It's no. with the, it's it's with Jamie Dornan, Jamie Jamie Dornan, who I think plays like whatever in 50 shades of gray in the movies he plays like gray yeah and um plays a serial killer who like murders women rapes and murders women i think Mm -hmm. and uh but he's really hot and so a lot of people were like i'm so torn and i'm like please don't
1: be torn he rapes and murders women on this show yeah no that's it's it is actually wild or like um what's that one you the one where that guy the Catherine, yeah, I've never understood that. That the thought of like that's
0: terrifying. That's my worst nightmare.
1: Yeah, you is pretty- and people are like, oh, he's so hot.
0: Nope no man.
1: Killing no stalking. Mail. It's a web comic called Killing Stalking, and it's literally about a damaged, like, guy who gets into this like terrifying horror, like horrible, abusive situation with a serial killer man, and people are like, it's a romance. No. And the creator is like, no, it's not. It's, it's supposed to be a horror.
0: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that poor creator is probably like, what has happened? It's <laughs> oh, very strange.
1: Okay. Well, on that lovely, cheerful note, let's say something nice before we end. What's something nice about fandom?
0: I like that people are pushing their way into fandoms and creating more diverse and inclusive spaces for all of us to see ourselves in, even if some of the characters don't look or feel like us. Cool.
1: Cool. Okay, I like the community that it provides and the fact that you can say things that are so absurd or people like, got it, understand 100%. Like if someone's Mm. in the fan, the connection you get when you meet someone who's like, oh, I love that thing too. Yeah, that is gold right there. Mm. That's actually the reason why fandoms exist. You know? Yeah. That little nugget of gold. It's the same reason why religions exist. That nugget of gold of, I love that thing too. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay, so do you have any recommendations, Carmen? That's a great question do I have recommendations
0: <laughs> folks should definitely watch the bronies movie
1: okay yes absolutely
0: that's that's my recommendation Catherine I think Catherine made me watch it and then I watched it and I didn't know what I was watching and it was horrifying um scarred me for life but uh, a, a good education
1: absolutely and then what about you Um, on that note i'm gonna say watch the jenny nicholson youtube video called the last brony con which is a fandom autopsy as she calls it of of bronies i think i might have recommended that before but if you're if you just want to you know that's like an excellent companion to the brony movie okay so i'm gonna recommend a podcast called star trek the pod directive which is a podcast um with tawny Newsom and paul f tompkins it's like the official star trek podcast but oh they have very God. interesting people on it they literally had michelle Yeoh on it which was like beautiful to hear her talk mm-hmm. um and then they had they literally they just had nicole byer and lauren lapkus from the newcomers podcast talking about <laughs> star trek which is very funny but they have all sorts of people they have like astronauts and they have like ben stiller and like so many different kinds of people who just love Star Trek in different ways. Like, did you know, like Ben Stiller loves Star Trek so much that he owns a lot of original props from Star Trek. Oh, but that's he so cool. Only likes the original Star Trek. He's never watched The Next Generation oh, or my any God. of the other ones. So he would be fully fandom gatekeeped by someone <laughs> today. But um yeah, it's a good podcast. It's very fun. It's like it's just interesting to hear all these different Star Trek perspectives. So you can find me anywhere at the CC Williams, um, anywhere on the internet and you can find my cats. They have their own dedicated Instagram now. It's called is Hui and Sophie mm-hmm. and I make like reels and pictures and it's very cute. I have three cats and they're adorable. Get me an Instagram cat following so I can live off of cat uh, sponsorships or whatever.
0: That would be amazing. Uh, make them make you money,
1: right? Um, Live in my house yeah. for free. These little local- <laughs> I gotta go feed them anyway.
0: And so my Instagram is Carmen underscore Maria 416. And if you want to catch us on Instagram, you can follow us at uh, I'd kill a spider for you. Um, or you can find us on Twitter at I'd kill a spider number four letter U and we are also on Facebook. And so please uh, follow us and uh, review and give us ratings on our podcast so that we can get more
1: exposure please do recommend to your friends be like you know who's like super funny and you know what's like really (laughs) interesting and informative and you know what's like really cool i feel like i'm their friend they're like super great together like recommend yeah (laughs) please please okay and um i guess on that note live long and prosper either (laughs) one either one that was great that was spontaneous (laughs) Uh, Uh, Excelsior!